here we go with episode number four, and it's going to be a real treat. But if you haven't yet had the chance to listen to the previous episode with TC, then you have to go back and listen to it. As a woman who's gone through the healing process herself, she shared with you a golden nugget of what helped propel her and her husband forward together. So go and check it out and see what helped them most. And now I want to introduce to you my next guest. He's somebody who's had an addiction impact his own family, which inspired him to research and put together and offer a better way of helping people. And so I'm excited to have him join me today. So many couples are looking for a path forward after there has been damage done by pornography addiction. After working with hundreds of couples as a therapist, I want you to know that there is hope for you. Hope for your relationship to become stronger, to rebuild the trust and the connection, and to rid the addiction from your lives permanently. And in this podcast, I'll be sharing with you the tools and the strategies that you need to heal both individually and in your relationship. My name is Sam Tielemans, and welcome to the Couples Healing Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Couples Healing Podcast, and today I've got a guest on here who has done something that many people in the field of healing and recovery have not done. After 10 years of research, he's developed a comprehensive treatment method and system that has roughly an 80% success rate when it comes to helping people overcome their addictions to pornography. He's an author, he's a course creator, and he's been able to help people through his programs and his books to find healing and hope, and he has a very powerful message of hope because he's seen people heal over and over again. So I'm excited to have on the show and introduce to you all, Brian Brandenburg. Brian, super happy to have you. Thank you for being here. Oh, Sam, it's great to join you. I'm I'm just so grateful you're doing this podcast. I think it's wonderful to have a message of hope that goes out to all of those who suffer uh, from this and those of their loved ones that suffer from it as well. Thank you. No, honestly, I'm super happy to have you on because I think people need a message of hope and they need a path to move forward and really find true healing. And so I'm super happy to have you here. And so for the listeners who might not have heard of you or know of your work yet, would you mind sharing just a bit about yourself and who you are and the kind of work that you do with people? Sure. Yeah. Um, I uh, wrote a book uh, after many years of research as I looked at what was out there and uh, I was working with some people in ecclesiastical position. I was serving as a bishop of my local congregation and found that a lot of the programs out there, primarily 12 steps, just weren't working very well for people. Uh, And that's when uh, my research led me into cognitive behavioral therapy and some of the offshoots of that, including mindfulness and dialectical behavioral therapy and then acceptance and commitment therapy. And I found some methods that really work and put those together, uh, put them in this book, and uh, it's actually helped quite a few people. And that's the most gratifying aspect. I think it's such an important thing to know that there are many different ways to approach this. And I think I agree with you. I think a lot of people get stuck with regard to like 12 step or certain kind of traditional approaches. And they feel like, man, this isn't working for me. I don't know where else to go. So this is why I'm excited to have you on here because there's lots of other options and you've developed one very powerful one. And so I think a lot of people have a hard time, especially the men with regard to the addiction, because they continue to get triggered or tempted. And Uh, The question that I wanted to ask you was, when it comes to being tempted or triggered in the addiction, what do you feel like is one of the most common mistakes or misunderstandings that men have that keep them stuck? Oh, that's such a great question, Sam. I think one of the biggest misunderstandings is uh, the feeling of shame upon being tempted. For example, if a person, for whatever trigger, they, they are tempted to view pornography, then once that temptation hits, what often follows is shame, especially those that are Christians, those that have been brought up in the church. They think, oh, no, only bad people view pornography. Only bad people want to view pornography. I'm having this thought that I want to view pornography. 
therefore I am bad. What do bad people do? They view pornography. And so that thought, that temptation comes and turns into the action very, very quickly because of the shame that's associated with it. And the way that, um, that that is defeated and the way that the shame is overcome is when people accept it as just being a normal part of life, that the scriptures tell us that without temptation, there is no agency, there is no choice. Without agency, there is no plan of happiness. And so temptation is a necessary part of life. And so when temptation hits, uh, the second step, well, the third step in the program that I, I teach is accept that temptation as, as being not only normal, but a welcome part that when that temptation comes, then you are participating in one of the purposes on earth. And when you accept that as a normal part of life, your ability to overcome it just increases uh, automatically. And there are certainly some other steps, but I think that's the number one is the ability to accept a temptation as being normal without associating it with shame. Which I think is so powerful because I think shame is one of the driving factors. Of course, it's at the core of addiction. It's the fuel for addiction. And so for many people, they feel shame just by being tempted. And so sometimes when people hear this concept, one of the knee-jerk reactions is, oh, you're telling me to just accept temptation? Like, doesn't that just mean that I'll uh, give myself permission? Or doesn't that mean like I'm allowing it or being okay with the addiction. Can you maybe clarify that for some people who might have that question? Yeah, I've received that question before. Uh, the next step after you accept the temptation is exercising choice at that moment. And when you uh, don't accept the temptation where you associate it with shame and say, oh no, I'm being tempted, I must be bad. What you're doing is you're accepting it as being a normal part of life, not accepting it as, uh, as part of the addiction. So in other words, once you're tempted, you say, well, I'm being tempted to view pornography. And it's okay to be tempted to view pornography. And then it's the next steps that really help you overcome the addiction or the tendency uh, towards falling to, for that temptation. I think it's such a, an important clarification. It's not that you're accepting or giving yourself license to act on anything. It's just the acceptance that there are temptations in the world and it's not bad or wrong to be tempted. Everybody's tempted with something. It doesn't even have to be with uh, anything related to sex. It can be like certain foods seem tempting or certain shows or whatever the case may be. The temptation in and of itself is neutral. Oh, you, artic what you're saying? you articulated that so well. That's exactly what I'm saying. Thank you, Sam. And so I, I'm super appreciative of the time. I know it's a short episode. I'd love to have you back. If somebody's listening though, and they want to find out more about you or get to know some of the resources that you have that you can provide, where's the best place that they can find you? Well, I offer my book for free, uh, plus a shipping and handling charge of $6.95. And I do that through a website. If they go to freebook.poweroverpornography.com, they can pick up that book for, uh, for just the shipping and handling cost, and I'll be glad to send it out to them. And that includes not only more detail about this step, but also the other steps that power people through the temptation to view pornography. That's amazing. I think to be able to offer that resource for free, all they cover is shipping and handling. I think that's awesome. Brian, it's been a pleasure to have you here. My pleasure, Sam. Great to be with you and really appreciate all that you're doing to help people who struggle with this. Brian is an inspiration and it was excellent having him sharing his thoughts with everybody. And I want you guys to stay tuned because in the next episode coming up, I have a special guest coming on who's able to give you a very simple, easy to implement approach to help you find proven success to overcome the addiction. So I do not want you to miss this. 
Wait, before you go, I want to tell you about the free course that I'm offering my podcast listeners. So make sure you go to coupleshealing.org to get access to it for free and start the process of healing on a deep level for him and the addiction, for her with the trauma it's created, and for the relationship so you can know how to become stronger as you move forward on your journey. I hope to see you in there.